Hey, good afternoon. How are you guys doing? It's glad to have you here. My name is Priyash Raman and I'm the host of your trainee program podcast. Uh, as you might know, this program is about uh, making personal development accessible for you. Uh, what we're going to do today is talk about uh, some interpersonal skills. Uh, as a matter of fact, I want, I want to talk to you about uh, assumptions. But first, if this is the first time you're listening, make sure to subscribe and be the first to get the tips in your mailbox about how to be more effective. By subscribing to the mailing list, you will also receive my free effective conversations checklist. And this checklist is going to help you gain a better understanding of the conversations you're facing every day, uh, which will then help you make better conversations and get more effective in communication. First, I want to have a better understanding about what assumptions actually are and why we are making them. Uh, and uh, after we uh, get a better understanding of uh, assumptions, uh, I want to look at a couple of techniques, uh, how you can avoid assumptions and how you can use them uh, for the better. So how you can check assumptions and make uh, better decisions about what to say, what not to say, what to ask and what not to ask. Um, so first... Uh, about conversations, uh, having conversations is one of the most important uh, way of having interaction with other people. Uh, usually we don't really think about having conversations, all right? Uh, we just talk with people and we, uh, we respond and we react and that's just the way it goes all day long. Uh, we talk with our partners, with our spouse, with our uh, parents, with our friends. We just talk every day. Um, and even there, I can tell you we're making assumptions uh, we're doing, we're saying things or we're not saying things because we think the other one is understanding what we're saying or what we're thinking. Uh, sometimes this is actually the fact, but I will tell you a lot of times this is not, uh, it's not like that. So why actually do we make these assumptions if they're this dangerous? Uh, I'm going to tell you uh, from my point of view why I think we are making assumptions. Um, we all grew up in some certain way, uh, which was normal for us, right? We, uh, we had a mom and a dad, or maybe one of them, uh, friends and uh, whatever, a house, a big house, small house. Uh, it doesn't really matter, but we grew up in some certain way. Uh, that way was for us normal because we lived through it each and every day. This brings us to the fact that we think that this is, uh, it's like this for everybody. Uh, and, and, and that's... Also an assumption, of course, uh, but but that's not true. Uh, everybody has his own life, his own his own experiences, his own uh, environment, uh, and we're really not paying a lot of attention to where we come from and where other people come from. So what happens there is that if we talk with other people, uh, we just assume. Uh, that they know what we're talking about because they have lived the experience which we also lived. And that, of course, is not correct because uh, just, to, just to make some example, so just look, looking real quick to me, myself and my best friends, uh, if I look at the differences between us, they're quite big. Uh, at first, maybe not, but if I think about it, they're quite big because we all have a different state of normal. There is no uh, regular or universal state of normal. And that's because we all come from different places with different parents in a different country, maybe. Um, and we all had our own experiences. And those experiences 
shaped our way of normal. But that doesn't has to mean that uh, my normal is like the normal of my best friends. Uh, just to have uh, a quick example to make this uh, uh, clear. Uh, I come from, uh, my parents come from Suriname and uh, in Suriname they really like uh, to eat with their hands. Um, the first time my best friend came to my house and we were like, uh, yeah, eight, nine, ten, maybe. Uh, my parents were eating with their hands. I was growing up in the Netherlands, so I had a spoon and a fork, of course. Um, but it was really strange for my best friend's friend who uh, lived in Holland and also was uh, born here uh, that they were eating like with their hands. For me, it was just normal because uh, for those eight, nine or ten years, I've seen uh, this behavior uh, and I just really get used to it. it for me it wasn't a big deal i wasn't doing it but it wasn't a big deal for me this is really the key we think that our state of normal is uh, everyone's state of normal and that is just not correct uh, just to make it uh, just to make the step to uh, your professional life um, this is also going on during your conversations in your professional life uh, and what I want to do is make it clear with an example of me as a business intelligence advisor at the company I worked uh, a couple years ago. Uh, and from there, I want to hand you with some tips how you can uh, avoid assumptions. Um, first, I want to start with why in business environment uh, assumptions can be dangerous. Um, just like I stated before, uh, we react from which is normal for us, but we don't really look at what is normal for other people. Uh, in conversations, uh, this happens when people are two people are talking. Just imagine you're talking with your manager or with your colleague or whatever, uh, and he is saying something like, uh, uh, "Are we should have uh, a production of ten this uh, this this week?" And you're like, "What ten? Are you crazy? Uh, we uh, uh, Bob is sick. Uh, uh, Jenny is on vacation. We're never going to reach that ten people." Um, but you don't know why he is saying it. Uh, so you just think, okay, we're going for 10, but it's not. we're not going to get it because I know there are factors which are influencing the uh, production. But you don't say it. What could have happened here is that your manager or your colleague or whoever said it uh, has a different information state that you have. Uh, and what you should have done there is uh, make the conversation and tell him or her, of course, uh, why you think that is not possible uh, and there are really easy ways to do that because uh, in a working environment you can make a conversation and you just can tap each other on the shoulder and uh, tell it to each other uh, but we usually don't do this uh, and from my own experience I know that this can be hard I know when I just started as a business uh, uh, information analyst uh, I didn't do this a lot I was working in a team and we were working for customers in our organizations. We were making dashboards and reports and all kind of cool stuff for business intelligence. Um, usually, I didn't ask my customer what they really wanted. I already knew what they wanted because that, that's why I was the professional. That's why I was the advisor. Uh, I, couldn't, I could ha couldn't have been more wrong about something than this. Uh, and it really caused some trouble along the way and I'm going to explain you why. During my customer uh, talks, I had to ask them what they wanted. Uh, I had to help them manage their teams. So uh, we, we were talking about key performance indexes and uh, stuff like that. 
but I was, uh, yeah, I thought that I knew better than them what they needed. Uh, and although I might have good ideas about what they need, I don't know what they need and why they need it. So what I did is really uh, rush through the conversation, like uh, I know what I'm going to make, I know what I'm going to do, and they're going to be really satisfied with it. What actually happened is that a lot of my customers weren't satisfied with the product that I gave them. Uh, and it had real clear and simple reasons. It was because I didn't listen to them. Uh, and more important, it was because I didn't ask them the right questions. And at sometimes I didn't even ask questions at all. Uh, and why did I do it? Because I thought if the conversation ended earlier and I didn't ask too much uh, uh, complicated questions, I could just make something uh, which I believed in and which I thought was the right thing they needed. Uh, and this was a misunderstanding of mine. What happened then was that they were unsatisfied with the products I made, with the reports I uh, made and with the dashboards uh, me and my team made. Um, and I, I had no one to blame because the customer... Uh, was inexperienced in the field. My colleagues were doing what I was telling them to produce. Um, and I actually, the problem was with me because I thought if, uh, if, I, if I rushed through six, seven, eight conversations through the day or uh, advisory uh, talks, uh, I can just make, produce more and uh, be better. But I was wrong. Uh, what I should have done is ask better questions and ask questions at all. Some of, uh, some of the questions I, uh, I had, I didn't ask. And why was it? Because uh, I already thought or I already knew, I, knew, I thought I knew, uh, that the outcome was going to be negative or uh, that it was going to be an answer that, which I didn't like. But in my role, uh, uh, I had to serve those people. So that's actually a strange thought. Um, and I made a lot of assumptions those days. I thought, uh, I thought uh, when, I make, when I was making reports, I thought uh, this is what they need or that is what they need. Oh, just uh, let me just uh, drag in a cool graph uh, uh, so they can uh, see their uh, production or whatever. Um, and this didn't went really well. What also happened is, like I talked earlier, uh, I was assuming that my normal was their normal so that the knowledge which I had and which I acquired uh, while reading about business intelligence, while studying, uh, that they had the same, uh, that the same knowledge as I had. Uh, I couldn't have been more wrong because uh, they had other priorities and it was my field of knowledge and not theirs. Uh, so it was my job to uh, help them and to guide them in through the process. Uh, and where I make the assumptions about, yeah, they're really going to like this or they're, re they're really going to think this is cool, uh, I could have better, better ask the question and ask them what they think about, uh, what, what they were thinking about. Uh, an example of this is just to ask them what they need and uh, especially why they need it. Why do they want it to do something with business intelligence or this graph? Is it, do they have to do it f uh, because their manager said so? Or do they really want to take the wheel and uh, uh, use it to better their uh, teams and production? I could just have asked them. It was there for me to ask and uh, everybody was cooperative. Uh, and if I asked the question, they would always answer. Uh, the answer would give me the opportunity to sharpen my thoughts about the conversation. 
So now we know that uh, the reality as you perceive it is your reality uh, and that other have another reality. Uh, the only way to understand each other and, and get on the same level of communication is ask questions. What kind of questions can you ask to understand what someone uh, means? It's real simple, uh, which I learned during the years is that you can ask or uh, ask check questions. And what are check questions? Uh, if you're having a conversation, uh, just rephrase what the other person said uh, to see if you understand it correct. Uh, something like, hey, you, uh, it's, is it like this and that? Or uh, you said this, uh, is this what you mean with it? Uh, and what happens is that your conversation partner will say, yes, that is what I meant, or uh, yes, that is what, what I meant, but uh, this and this and this. Uh, or he will say, uh, no, that, that wasn't entire, that, that's entirely incorrect because uh, that's not what I meant. Uh, at first, this can be really tricky and really, uh, you, you might feel ashamed asking those questions because you will face a state which you, and you cannot control the outcome. Uh, if I look at myself a couple years ago, I thought I could control the outcome by not asking the question, so I will not look dumb, uh, and I could make my own choices. Um, and what you do with the check questions is uh, verify. That's the most important, important word, actually. Verify your thoughts. Another powerful tool for understanding people better and making better um, uh, appointments with, with each other is to summarize your conversation at the end of the conversation and you don't have to go through a summary which is uh, like three four or five uh, pages you just can uh, at, the, at the end of a conversation you can just say if i'm correct uh, we talked about a b c and d uh, i'm going to do a and b and you're going to do c is that correct this will allow you to 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 get on the same level uh, and walk away from the common from the from the conversation uh, with the same view. Uh, it happens often that people think that, uh, also uh, assumptions, uh, he is going to do everything and I, I can just wait, or I have to do A, B, C, D, E, uh, and he's just waiting for my response. Uh, but by summarizing, you can check uh, and you can see what another person's uh, thoughts and maybe feelings are about the, converse, uh, about the conversation. What occurred to me a lot, a lot of times is that I didn't uh, wanted to ask the questions or maybe there were, it wasn't one conversation partner, but a lot of conversation partners at the same time. And I was scared to ask questions. I knew that I needed the answer to get further with my work, but I didn't. Uh, so uh, what happened What happened first is that I didn't ask the questions I made. Uh, yeah, I created products which weren't fit for what they asked me. Um, and later... Uh, I discovered that uh, it, it is in a permanent state. You can always ask the questions later. So if you are uh, in some state with, in, in which you don't want or don't uh, dare to ask the questions, you can always come back to it. It might be more difficult because there, uh, there will become some sort of distance after your conversation is ended. Uh, your partner will probably go another way and you will go your way. Um, and what is most powerful is just to uh, pick up your phone uh, or maybe send them an email with, hey, uh, we had this conversation, you said this and that. Um, what do you accept, what do you what do you meant with it? Because I'm uh, I'm in doubt. Uh, this might be scary in the beginning because you have to face that you missed some kind of point during the conversation, which probably was important for you or your conversation partner. Um, 
but it will allow you to uh, get your verification uh, and get further with your uh, with, with what you uh, with the appointment you made with somebody. Uh, and somebody will always be more glad with a more fit product than with you trying to figure out what uh, what he, he or she really meant and just uh, trying something uh, with the error as a consequence. So that was actually my uh, my talk about uh, assumptions and I want to summarize it real quick for you because uh, I think you can break it down into a couple simple steps which will help you during your conversation. So step one consciousness be conscious of the fact that you're making assumptions if you're sitting somewhere uh, against your conversation partner and you're thinking uh this guy is so boring be aware that if, uh, be aware that that is an assumption probably made on uh, uh, earlier experiences with somebody but that uh, that it is not a permanent state and that you labeled somebody with uh, something uh, and, and try just try to be conscious of it and try to activate your brain to uh, have some enthusiasm and try to listen again to somebody. Uh, step two, if you catch yourself making assumption like, I, uh, like the one earlier, uh, good, you're on your way. You're uh, getting conscious of the fact that you're making assumptions and now you can tackle them. Uh, uh, start listening, ask open questions uh, and this will uh, free the way for a better conversation. Step four, if your conversation is ended, summarize. Summarize, summarize, summarize. Uh, just do a really quick summary of the conversation, the appointments which you made, and uh, get on the same level with your conversation partner. This will help you. This will give the signal to your partner that you're taking things serious and want to do things right. Uh, and in the long run, it will uh, it will get it, it will achieve better results. Step five, and this is maybe the most difficult of all, uh, if you missed something during a conversation or you, uh, you're looking at your notes and you saw uh, some line which isn't clear with you or perhaps you, didn't, uh, uh, you had the courage to ask the question because you might, uh, you might thought that it was a dumb question or whatever, uh, get back to your conversation partner. Uh, and this can be real simple. Just pick up your phone, send them an email, uh, and ask the question. You will see that a lot of people will appreciate your call and your interest, and uh, it's just a signal that you uh, will, are willing uh, to do things the right way. Um, and uh, just take your time. Ex uh, uh, you have to experiment in different conversations. You have to take notes. Uh, just be aware of the fact that it is happening and go step by step. Um, I really believe in uh, the, the model uh, of unconscious incompetence in uh, where at first you don't know that you're making assumptions, you're doing the wrong things uh, and you're doing uh, the wrong things uh, wrong. Uh, from uh, there to conscious incompetence where you start to get, hey, I'm making assumptions, but I don't really know how to verify them or how to deal with them. Uh, and and the, the, the step which you're aiming for, of course, is conscious in, uh, incompetence. No, conscience competence in where you uh, know you're making assumptions and you know how to tackle them and how to face uh, assumptions the right way. Uh, so that was it actually for today. I hope you really uh, enjoyed this podcast and uh, uh, furthermore, uh, you really can implement these tips into your life and in the conversations which you're having. Um, my name is Priyash Raman and this is the Real Trinity Program podcast. Um, if, this, uh, if this helped you and you tried it, uh, please let me know what the outcome was. And uh, uh, also don't forget to give your best tips to avoid assumptions uh, in the conversations. I would like to read them. 
Furthermore, if you want to uh, if you want to stay connected with the Your Training program, uh, just shoot me a message, subscribe for the podcast, and uh, stay on the lookout for more uh, tips about how to be uh, the best version of yourself. Thank you very much.